Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Series 4, Episode 64 of the Award-winning Flats and Shanks podcast, sports podcast, rugby podcast. Um, could be a a little movie critique podcast, whatever you want to call it. We're coming life in your coaching. ears. We're coming in your ears. We're coming up in your ears. Um, life coaching, there's life advice, there's financial counselling, there's culinary advice. we got everything on it. Yeah, we got everything. We got grilling, gym advice. We, got, we got we got training. We got um, we got physical exercise. We've got divorce. We got grilling. Um, we've got parenthood. We've got the, the stark realities of the commercial world, the sports commercial world. It's kind of it's all in under one sort of life coloured umbrella. Mm. And if you go back, uh, maybe a couple of series. You could probably listen to a couple of Flats' tips about dealing with a couple of issues downstairs. Yeah. Mm. And and how you can hack and how you can hack your way to a year's supply of Caniston. Yeah. And and you know, at least I've got the courage to be open about stuff that's gone on. Yeah, no, I agree, there. mate. You should be on Channel Four Embarrassing Bodies. You get it for free. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. In between in between the news at 10 and 20 stone testicles. I love that, how like they're too embarrassed to go and see a doctor uh, for years and years. Yeah, they'll go on TV and uh, and get it out to the world. Um, because, I always assume they got paid. Yeah, well, I think they get the treatment for free. Right, right, okay. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. So, for instance, mate, if you wanted to get rid of those skin tags, get yourself on. Do you know I've got a couple of my like traps where ah, it's where it's friction based and they're tiny little things and you wouldn't notice them unless you know, but they're just where your collar rubs and where seat belts rub on cars and stuff. And I'm, I do a lot of miles. I'm like David Brent. So, um, on that, do you know what I've done? Con- uh, contacted 
Professor Xavier. <laughs> no, you're you're mutating. No, I've contacted the super milf um, from Rising Bodies. No, I've contacted, uh, I've actually got a um, liquid nitrogen freezing kit coming from Amazon because I literally spotted it a couple of days ago and I was like, oh, I mean, it's barely there, but it's an excuse for me to cut something off, which I'm up for. That's what you do with warts, isn't it? Verrucas, you've got a sort of bazooka yeah. them, or you just freeze them off. Yeah, I like. I want them. I want them big bulbous ones in my life so I can hack them off. I'm addicted to that stuff on Instagram. Mm. I love it. You'd like a spider's bite, wouldn't you? So you can just pierce it and oh. then squeeze. Do you know what I really want more than anything is a bot fly to live in me. I want it to like live in my calf so I can get it out myself. If it's living on my back or the back of my neck or something, that's no use to me because someone else has got to do it and all I get is the video and the pain. I want it. Pete Short, my old our teammate at Bath, he mm. had an horrendous ingrown on his inner thigh once. And I was like, you lucky bastard. And he was like, I know, I'm in heaven. I'm you know, in sometimes heaven when you get the ones on out. the shoulder and you have to, you face in the mirror, well, your back's facing the mirror, but you're turning and squeezing. And then you hear the pop. And mm. there's a lot of satisfaction if it actually lands on the mirror. It's like a golf shop. Mm. It just It's when you get at the sweet spot. But I hope you not I listen like to this while you're eating the dinner anyway. People. Picking, oh, I love it. Mm. I blimmin', I flipping love it. Do you know what I mean? To at the moment is um, dentists, uh, dentist accounts on hygienist accounts on Instagram, scaling teeth. So people who basically haven't brushed their teeth forever, and there's just like deep, deep, heavy plaque or tartar, whatever you call it, on their teeth, and they just go in with these like water jets, and it crumbles away, fella. Like it's the most satisfying thing you've ever seen in all your forty-three years. I would quite like veneers one day but then I saw a photo of Katie Price um, yeah. when they were out and I thought mm. it's the stubs they grind them down to but also mm. once they're in the problem with veneers is if you've got horrendous teeth or you've got real problems uh, like or your actual problems they're wonderful but if you're just doing it for vanity mm. understandable because everyone does stuff for vanity Lee Byrne they, they do look yeah they do look like veneers hmm it's like a hair transplant. Like all the lads have had their hair done. It looks. It might be preferable for you, you know, for these lads that have had it done to being bald, which I understand. But it does look like a hair transplant. It doesn't look like head of hair, ever. Guess Up what? close. Guess what, mate? You getting it done? Nah, uh, no, I'm alright. I like my knickknacks. Um, yeah. Gyms are open in Wales today. Oh God. I'm going to watch oh, on. God. It's charging. It's a Garmin. Um, I, like it. <laughs> I like it for steps and golf, so I can't tell you the date. What is the date today? What is it? It doesn't matter. Second, steps. third. Yeah, um, but gyms are open. Wow. Um, wow. Really I'm... tempted to say something that a lot mm. of other pods, that someone would just say it, but I don't want to be that guy that just says stuff for the sake of being a... Cause it's not even funny, but it's like I hear the gyms are open in Wales, and I think... Tanning so tanning centres and steroid dealers are back in the game. Mm, well, out of order there. Is that out of order? Well, the gym that I go does have a stand-up tanning booth. Um, mm. But it's one of those, like, I wish they just did cash in there, but they're probably worried about getting robbed because you've got to go through embarrassment of asking for tokens behind a desk and then yep. don't want to be judged, do you? No, and then what if what if someone, someone you know walks out... Mm. It's, oh, I wouldn't yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. You know, I've got European skin, so I am absolutely fine, especially with the weather we've had. But um, I will be going this week, I reckon. Oh, DW Leckwith, remember I took you there one day? 
you worked out. I enjoyed out. it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to go there again with you sometime. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can. Do a BMI yeah. again, can't we? See when we're going to die. Yeah, oh, be, bad. I've had a my terrible weekend, mate. I've smashed um, on. Snickers ice cream. Uh, but <gasps> not the bars, the actual ice cream in the tub. Oh, yeah. It's good. Um, I've had a couple of McDonald's. Mm. A couple? Mm. Well, I had one in the afternoon and then I snuck in in the evening because I was so hungry and got three chicken selects. But I, I'm pretty sure the chicken selects are good for you. I think they're yeah. like yeah. the acceptable chicken. Um, well, it's just chicken with breadcrumb, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, a good breadcrumb. You know, it's fried in yeah. um, light oil, olive oil, rapeseed oil, whatever you, whatever is a good oil. I don't know. Vegetable. Yeah, like avocado or something. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, that's bad. I've also had a very bad weekend. And my, um, I've postponed my uh, Monday weigh-in at the um, at my mate. Weight Watchers. So fit in Bath. Oh, sorry, Weight yeah. Watchers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so fit in Bath. He doesn't weekly weigh in. And last week, he said, look, it's up to you. You haven't, you know, there's no pressure. But if you weigh heavy, there's got to be a sanction for you to, you know. So I had to do a 45-minute row last week. So oh. I put it off this weekend. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll row next week. I'll row next Monday. I'll get, well, oh, sorry, weigh in next Monday. 45-minute row? So, Are you mental? Yeah, I didn't go very fast, though. I only did 10Ks or something. Well, it's 40, still, a, yeah. it's so still a long time to be sat on a rower. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. but I was, I'm was i grossly overweight, so I do actually... It genuinely is good, good for my body to do that kind of stuff. Do you know what, though? No. I went to bed that night like a good boy. Mm-hmm. And just had one of those nights where I woke up about three and I was like, ooh, wherever I've been lying is hurting one of the old shoulders. Went to move. Holy jamoli. It was so bad that I was out of bed at three in the morning, sitting in an armchair propped up by cushions downstairs. Couldn't watch any TV till about six, half six. This is going to sound ridiculous. Sitting up, just trying not to breathe because every time I breathed, my body moved. It was like I just had shoulder sur- shoulder surgery. It was like I just had it, and then all day I was an abs as absolute write off, and then by about tea time, completely gone. Wow! So that's my sob story. Um, how did it go? Do you what? Do you put your shoulder back in joint, like in um, Lethal Weapon? Ch- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, like best of, no, like best of the best. Puppet, puppet, I can fight. What's his name? Mr. Miyagi come round. Did he clap his hands? Really no, loud? Julie Roberts' brother in that. Is it best of the best? I yeah, can is, fight. Eric Roberts. What's th- Eric Roberts, well done. But who's the guy he can't fight? I can't. I couldn't tell you, mate. I haven't seen it in years. You said, you gave me the quote like about five years ago. It's like, I can't fight Tehan. That's it, isn't it? No, I don't know. I can't. <sighs> mm. You've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, but I don't know the quote. I don't know the quote. I don't know if I gave you that, that quote I can't or not. fight Tehan. You did, you did, you did. Um, okay. Hey, right, let's do it then. Um, um, you're going to the gym this week. You're going to be absolutely buff and shredded and you'll have a tan soon again and line of duty. Okay. Um, whichever way you look at it and, you know, it's it's too obvious. You have to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, I was underwhelmed by the ending. Um, which makes me think a couple of things. Makes me think they're definitely going for another series where we actually find out who H or the fourth man is because being Ian Buckles, um, you know, there's no chance it's him. He's not clever enough. Um, 
I just hope it's going to continue and it doesn't end there. Uh, the chief inspector has to have something to do with it, doesn't he? Because he was on the Lawrence case, the Welsh guy who always talks in front of two policemen. Um, he was one of the detectives on there. Um, so for it to be Ian Buckles, I was just like, oh, I'm so glad it wasn't Hastings. Um, but the thing is, David, I find it very difficult to be too critical of Line of Duty because for six series, it has, it's entertained me. It's given me a lot. I've loved it. Um, if you take away the ending of series six, the whole of um, the episodes, the whole of of six series, have been absolutely fantastic. Um, but it can't end there, I'm afraid. Mm. It can't. I want more. Um, but um, Vigil looks good. Do you see that? No, what's that? Oh, it was um, it was advertised after. It had a lot of it. it had Martin Compton in. Um, had quite a few people in. Um, oh, right. It was a death on a submarine written by Jed McCurry, whatever his name is. Um, Jed Mercurio. Yeah, looked really good. Um, anyway, you hit me with your opinion. Right. I've thought about this a lot today. Mm. Tommy, because mm. I know that you hate me criticising Line of Duty because um, it's your little baby. I genuinely, last night, went on Twitter afterwards to see what people thought and I genuinely felt like pity for Jed Mercurio. I was like, poor bloke, this is just getting panned. I didn't hear what, I didn't see one tweet from anybody saying anything positive about that ending and I was like, oh, poor bloke, he's put everything into that. And I think, so I thought about it and thought about it and I read a few things about it today, people's opinions on it, so I could steal them and call them my own. Mm. And a theory. Basically, the whole point is we want the top guy to get taken out and then it's all over. Mm. Yes, big finish. Actually, what this series was talking about was that actually corruption is systemic and it's not always the big top of the range it's the ceo it's the owner it's the chairman it's not always the big boss the commissioner that's running it all from the top it's the ordinary normal sort of it's sort of mr and mrs ordinary that run it and it's still there and it's always happening and it's happening and the whole point is there isn't one person you can take out and corruption disappears disappears from the british police force it is always there. It's like if you take out the top sexist or the top racist, you know, in a sort of a system like that, there are still, you know, still others making it an everyday thing. So it's actually quite disorganized. It's not slick. It's not everyone on million pound sun seekers and all that jazz. It's actually normal people getting about their day who don't have much, of, you know, much of a conscience and do things for an extra few quid because they're easily convinced because life's a bit boring. And it's basically organised crime is mundane people doing mundane stuff and not getting noticed because they're mundane. So I wondered if that was the whole point of it. Um, but massively underwhelmed, I'll be honest with you. And I felt like the scene with Arnott and Fleming at the end in the pub was weird because Hastings wasn't there. Chloe wasn't there, even though she solved it. And by the way, could have solved it five episodes ago when Definitely came out um, or a couple of series ago. Um and yeah, massively underwhelming. There you go. My God, what do you reckon of my theory? Bore the f off, mate. 
It's a series. You're talking about systemic corruption, like as if it's a documentary. It's a, it's a series. You're not going AC-12s aren't going to be like a sharp shooter, like like it was <laughs> shooting a sniper in a window. It's a series. You've just gone, yeah, I know. Just, you've just gone. You've just gone E17 deep, deep down. No, but you think about Jeb Mercurio writing it. What he's doing, he's trying to reflect. He's trying to reflect, sort of. I guess he's trying to make it relatable because and make a point. And he made a plenty of political points, like he the Lawrence case, you know, yeah. like oh that was messed yeah, up. Yeah, Stephen Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, like he made like that was messed up, and no one was accountable, and all that stuff. And he's, you know, he's basically talking about the deliberately scruffy, shabby man, as in Buckles, who bumbles his way along, and everyone's like, well, he's useless, but he's here now. And it's clearly a reference, whatever your political leanings, for me, it felt clearly a reference to Boris Johnson. So he's, hang on a minute, he's running this show. Hmm. He shouldn't be running anything. That's kind of what Jeb Mercurio, I expect things about Boris Johnson without knowing. So I thought there were lots of who's Twitter, political who's, and real life references. Whose Twitter through. opinions did you read, mate? Cressida Dicks? Poor condoms. <laughs> <laughs> you are mental. You are... <laughs> Uh, I like you, man. I like you, man. But you're crazy. You're crazy. Anyway, all right. <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd, I've been thinking these things okay. all day. I've been thinking about oh, it all day. Like, mm. All right. Anyway. Yeah, both, both, both. Anyway, but, yeah, I, I can see you, I can see you practiced it. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this, guys. Yeah. Um, so, flats, big news. Um, before we get on to European rugby, Lions Tour is being announced on Thursday. Um, I just had a go at naming a 36-man squad because loads of people did it. Um, And it's so tough. I've seen people put squads down and like, Tins put like a 40-man squad down. All right, that's easy. But narrow it down to 36. Yeah, big time. Um, Typical Tindall. (laughs) Narrow it down to uh, 36-man squad. Um, It's so tough, mate. Um... There's obviously going to be some big casualties. I don't want to put you on a spot too much, but I'll give you a little bit of time to think. Um, who are going to be? Who would be your two fly halves? Now, if you want me to just... Easy. Go on, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't joke it. Dan Bigger and Finn Russell. Okay, so no Sexton? Nope. Okay. Um, would you put Owen Farrell in as the centre? Yeah. So yeah, let's go. Th- yeah, I would actually. Mm-hmm. Let yeah, I would. But let's. How many centres are we allowed? Doesn't matter, mate. You can make it up as you want. Um, it's going to be too difficult to actually go through it now. Um, I can yeah, it is. You, but I, but I y- yes, you, I would. I can give you my squad really quickly if you want. Or, yes, please. Okay, so back. Through. No, no. Tell you what. Give give me your first of all. I want. Mm. Let's do your whole squad. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Carry on. Okay. So back three. Um, I've got six. I've chosen six back three. So I've got Stuart Hogg, Lewis Rees-Samit, Anthony Watson, Liam Williams, Duane van der Merwe, and Josh Adams. Okay. Okay. No so Jacob Stockdale. No Johnny May. Nope. Nope. No I've gone, Hugo Keenan. No, I've gone with um, Anthony Watson, who can play wing 15, um, and Liam Williams, who can play wing 15. So, and Stuart Hogg, who, who can play 15, and a little bit of 10, maybe. Um, Centres have gone Robbie Henshaw, Gary Ringrose, Jonathan Davis, Henry Slade, Noel Farrell. 
Um, so I've gone five centres. Uh, two fly halves are bigger than Russell, but then you've got Farrell who can cover fly half, but also he's the only ball playing 12 there. And be interesting to see what Goran Gatlin wants to do against South Africa. Do you want to play against mm. them or do you want to try and out-muscle them? It's difficult. Difficult both ways, actually. Mm. Scrum halves. Who's your three scrum halves? Um, Connor Murray. Mm. Yeah. Um, Gareth Davis. Okay. Um, and Danny Kerr. Yeah, I, I went Connor Murray, Thomas Williams and Ali Price. I think out of all the Washington Wilds, he's probably the one that has a better all-round game. Um, Ali Price I love. I think Danny Kerr's in better form. Yeah, Danny, yeah, Danny Kerr could be a ball to make. Um, now props. Also, his kicking game is so yeah. tough to defend. Yeah, yeah big props. This, yeah. Is, this is going to be your forte. Now, I've got six props. Um, yep. Wynn Jones. Yep. Might not like this. Joe Marler and Rory Sutherland. And then okay. on the other side, you've gone uh, Furlong, Sinclair and Porter. I don't know. Yep. I don't know, mate. I think you made great, great choices. Um, Gensh I did a team out. for the... Vinopola misses out. I, I, did, uh, I did the front row for the Times article, Sunday mm. Times article yesterday. And um, I went with Marler. Mm. Wynne Jones and Kean Healy and the only reason yeah. I went Kean Healy over Rory Sutherland is um, not bothered about experience because I'm not, not bothered about that particularly I just think he is uh, Sutherland is very very strong um, but Kean Healy is a bigger man that is used to dealing with bigger men and I actually thought I'd rather have Kean Healy there because probably just know a bit more about him to be honest but close shout but Marla for me mm. Oh, if we started a test tomorrow and France Malherba was playing tight head for South Africa, Marla starts for me. And um, I had no Vunapola in there and I had two of the same tight as you, but instead of Porter, I went for Xander Fagerson because yeah. he just carries and hits and carries and hits. But I think Andrew Porter is more likely to go than Fagerson. What about your hookers, big boy? Uh, went, um, well, you can guess I went for the first one. Ken Owens? Yeah. Luke, or Luke Sheriff, Dickey? Uh No, I went... Well, Ken Owens, um, clear first choice at the moment. Luke Cowan-Dickey could be first choice by the time the test come around mm. or the second test come around. And I actually went Rob Herring of Ireland over Jamie George. Oh, I went Jamie George. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Jamie George is more likely to go, actually. And having written it, I felt like... Rob Herring's a good outside bet, mate. Have I tried to be clever there? And I thought, no, actually, Herring's been brilliant. He... If he went on that trip, no one could argue he didn't deserve it. But mm. if Jamie George goes, no one could argue he's not good enough to be there. Now, I reckon locks and back row are the most difficult ones to pick because um, there's so many good. I went five locks and six back row. Okay, that makes up 36, I believe. Yeah. Um, I went Alan jones Maritoji. Standard. Uh, Tag Byrne, uh, James Ryan and Ian Henderson as my locks. Um, so five locks. Yeah, I went with um, a couple Hang of... Hang on, did you have James Ryan in there, did you say? Yeah, but I went with yep. Henderson and, and Byrne that can also play back row as well. Yeah, so, so can Marrow. Yeah, versatility, I think, is, is going to be quite key in this, especially you know as you get further into the tour when players need rests, etc. Back row, 
This is tough, mate. Um, Toby Falatau. Yeah. Sam Simmons. Yeah. Justin Tipperick. Yeah. Tom Curry. <coughs> yeah. CJ Stander. Oh. Mm. Yeah. And Sam Underhill. No, Hamish Watson. No. Um, you've got Curry who can play seven. You've got Tipperick who can play seven, who is a seven. Um, and Sam Underhill, who's a seven. So you can't. I don't think you can have too many sevens. I think you need, again, players that can play six or seven, like a Curry, like an Underhill maybe, or even a Sam Simmons. Yeah, I think the temptation against South Africa when they've got massive units tend to play sevens, mm. seven is to put a massive unit in there. I actually go, I agree with you, go with a proper breakdown specialist if you can. Turnover specialist could get underneath them and all that stuff. Give them something to deal with instead of just brute force. Yeah. But, um, quite, yeah. Like, quite like selections. I don't know, yeah. but, you know, CJ Stander, there's there's loads. I just... I I wouldn't, I wouldn't go Stander per, mm. personally. Um, one just, I'm player. just trying to think of another big carrier, basically. You know, there's, there's not huge carriers in that uh, team. Like Falatau is a good carrier, but he's not. He's more of a. You need a bit of space sometimes with, with Falatau. He'll hit great angles. You know, he's a bit like Simmons, but in heavy traffic. I just thought, I just uh, Vinopola maybe, but I just think his form has been slightly off. And I think Saracens going down last year um, to the championship has hindered a lot of um, their hopes really. Um, because they weren't on form really for England during the Six Nations and I think that might be reflective in the Lions squad but mm. I don't know mate you know it's not as if you know I'm an expert no but you know what you're talking about and yeah that's what I was I after would, I, I was going to say yeah I, w- I wouldn't have gone much different than that I think I'd have yeah I'd be Falatau, Simmons, I'd be Tyg Byrne would go as a back rower for me, but it gets, doesn't matter where you put him, really. Yeah. Um, Hamish Watson, I actually think his carrying could cause problems just at close quarters. Tom Curry's carrying's better than ever. Mm. Tipperick's a genius. Mm. And Sam Underhill hasn't been in great form, hasn't played a huge amount, but he stops he opposition does, players like no one else in the Northern Hemisphere. He does. So, um, But I think on Thursday, when this squad is announced, we'll get an idea of actually how Warren Gatlin wants to take on South Africa. You know, whether he's going to go for ball in time, um, middle wide, middle wide, sort of really attack them, or whether he's going to go, do you know what, we're going to we're going to pick a big team and we're going to take you on and we're going to out-muscle you and we're not going to take a backward step. Yeah, I saw a couple of people's squads and it is funny how people who don't quite know that much about front row play and scrummaging they will pick four they'll pick three tight heads three loose heads only one of the tight heads is a loose head you know yeah and they don't quite know the difference and then you think well that's ridiculous they should know they're professionals and then i think well i just i just think to myself oh, if he's a center he can play 12 or 13 just stick him at either mm. and that's probably some rubbish half the time but some think, can some can't i think that's why i've got john davis in because he's not featured much um, in the Six Nations, you know, form probably hasn't been as as good as it should be for the Scarlets. But towards the end of the Six Nations, they start with Johnny Williams at um, at ten, at uh, twelve. Sorry, Wales did, and he looked mm. pretty good. He actually came off the bench a couple of weeks ago for Scarlets and set up a couple of tries and, and did look sharp. But John Davis has been finishing 
of the Six Nations at 12 with George North obviously outside him. So I think to be able to play 12 or 13 test level um, certainly goes with me. And he played in the centre at 12 in Australia when Dricko was outside him at 13. So he's got that ability to do it, as does Robbie Henshaw. Um, you know, the rest are, are pretty standard. You know, Slade is definitely more of a 13. Um, oh, well, Owen Farrell, you wouldn't put it at 13. He's only a 12. And Gary Ringrose is only a 13. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew, but I felt like I knew that. I've asked, I wouldn't have put those guys in different positions. But Yeah. But, but Jonathan Davis, my point, sorry, is that he can play 13 or 12. So. Yeah. Um, if we're ready to move on from Lions, yeah. are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, here's one. Right. On, uh, so on Friday, the Women's International France against England, the lights went off. Mm. And they played more than 60. England were ahead 17-15, so they're declared winners, right? I think that's a five song, isn't it? Baby, when the lights go <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ladies, when the lights <laughs> go But I've heard a lot of people saying stuff, right, that it never happened to the men. It never happened to the men. I'm sorry, everybody. I played at Bedford. Is it Goldington Road, Bedford? Anyway, I played at Bedford a couple of years ago, all right? Playing for England A against France A or Italy A with George Shooter and everyone was playing, all the big guns, yeah? And the lights went out and we had to go back into the change rooms. We thought the game was over, taking our boots off and for some and somehow they came back on and we wandered back out cold and stiff and finished the game. Do so re- it does happen to the men. Do they reckon it's some sort of sexist French pig who's gone in there and thought, oh, this is, I'm going to turn the lights off, I hate this. Well, that, that'd be typical, saying? wouldn't it? That'd be typical, wouldn't it? I don't know, but mm. it's some sort of generator. Didn't but put 50p anyway, in the meter. Eee, but it happens to men. That's what I'm saying. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yep. 
So we, we don't need a forensic analysis of all the games. The Le- Leicester Ulster was uh, Ulster was actually a brilliant game Friday night. Really Class good. game of rugby that. Really enjoyed that. And How good was that second half from Leicester? Met. Properly Mate. shut down Ulster. Um, George Ford was fantastic. Ball in hand. It was yeah. delight to watch. He, some of the passing um, was just absolutely spot on. Um, yeah. Anyway, our, mm. none of us have got Ellis Genge in our team. No, I know, but it's a, it's a flip between him and Joe Marler. That's uh, I don't Joe know. Joe Marler. Uh, do you know what? Mm. I I watched him on Friday night and thought. I've already written my article for the Sunday Times and I don't know anyone there well enough to change it really. I've submitted it now. Yeah. They've said cheers for that and it's like, uh, mm. I reckon I'd love Genge to go on that trip because he's so good to watch. Yeah. I reckon he's a great tourist um, as well. They use Nandolo so well, don't they? Oh, they use Nandolo really well. well. Really well. Yeah. Mate, he's massive and yeah. like, you just see him flying into rucks and part of you's thinking, mate, you know, you shouldn't be flying into those rucks because if the ball comes quick and you, and you don't steal it, then your wing's exposed. But he gets it, boy. His hands go in. Those mitts go in. You know, it's a penalty. He's he's one of those guys. He's the massive 15-year-old at under-15s, isn't he? He's the lad with the beard and the pickup truck under-15s. Mm. And he's the one who got his pubes first and <laughs> well, all that stuff. That's women. And yeah, yeah <laughs> well, he loved he loved the showers when he was 13 because he was 6'2 with pubes um, and he's not worried about it and he's wearing he's wearing aftershave to the school disco. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but he actually looks like a 12-year-old violinist compared with Will Skelton. Yes. Will Skelton playing for La Rochelle at the weekend. Goodness me, Tommy. Stop there a minute. Just... Freddie Stewart, mate. Um, oh, okay, what sorry. Player, what player? But anyway, um, yeah, let's move agreed. on. Uh, yeah, La Rochelle, Leinster. Odds were bang on for Leinster to win this. And La Rochelle's discipline in the first 30 minutes was absolutely appalling. Like, yeah, it's schoolboy stuff. They're flying in from the side. You know, hands on, off their feet, continuously. Um, but you're right, mate. Skelton. <sighs> what what can you le- say about he's, him? He's phenomenal. Because he's, he's colossally large, right? So he's got that. He's been born that way. Mm. Right? He, wasn't, he, was big, he wasn't that big when he was born. But he's been born that way. In the same way that some people are born tall or fast. Mm. Being born that big doesn't make you what good. What he is, is genetically gifted but he's also considering he's not lean I mean I know he's lost weight I know he's famously lost weight when he was at Sarri's he's yep. not lean but he's very fit very very fit he went for 80 piece of cake at the weekend carrying it really but well he's, you he's know. powerful he's explosive he's got he's really fit he's mega skillful he's clever if you didn't he's find clever rugby, player. the circus oh. would be calling mate no yeah. doubt about that um, but like he runs clever lines mate but he properly sort of outshone Aldre as well, who's probably mm-hmm. the best carrier, who's actually playing out of position at the moment at six. I think he's a much better eight. Yeah. But you're right, Skelton in the loose. Just the knee lift. You know, he manages to kick out of tackles, keeps wriggling. Um, and players just fall off him. He's so good for... for he'd be my Lions squad, mate. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I thought Leinster would be strong enough with the team they had. Like... La Rochelle are good. They've got a really good pack. 
Um, they lose Bottier. Uh, I can't remember when they lost him, um, but it, I thought it was fairly early on. But 50 minutes yeah. around then, yeah. But, you know, some of their players in that back line, you know, they're okay players, but they're not superstars, if you get me. You know, they're not really making the French team, loads of them. I mean, you've got Bruce Dulan, yeah. um, but Dumaru, um Rule, Lades. Dumaru's yeah. played a bit for France, but not a much. You've bit. got Bruce Dulan's class, but Lades. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? But then, yeah. you, and, you yeah. know, Leinster, you've got Keenan, Lama, Ringrose, Henshaw, Lowe, Byrne. Um, yeah. I just thought, you know, the way they shut Leinster out in that second half and just starved them from ball, Leinster couldn't get anywhere. You know, and they started to falter then. Um, the referee and some of the refereeing decisions were questionable, I think, during it. I mean, here's one for you, Flats. I mean, they score off it after anyway, but La Rochelle are right on Leinster's line and ref blows up um, and basically La Rochelle go, go over and you can't tell if it's a try or not, but the ref blows up straight away, even though the ball's recycled. And he says, uh, it's not any reason why I can't award a try. It's sort of like try yes or no. And I'm sort of thinking that's a poor time to blow up because two or three phases time, you know, La Rochelle would have scored. And I think it really favoured Leinster. Um, and they went to the TMO and there was uh, no clear evidence of scoring a try. So they had to go back to a scrum. But I don't think he needed to blow up, basically. Mm. No one was really mm. celebrating. And it was it was held up. There was no clear evidence. If he'd said any reason why I cannot award a try, yeah, I get it. But when you're just checking a try, when the ball's at the back and there's still more phases to play, I just... You know, luckily after that scrum, that shall go. But um, or have a web of your TMO and say we're going to keep playing, but check that for me, will yep. you, just in case. Yep, yep. That's what Barnsley would have done, fella. That's what mm. Barnsley would have done, or Piercy. Mm. And also, I can't remember who was refing now, uh, but where all the communication was in English, which uh, Matthew Carley was refing. Matthew Carley, yeah. Uh, but when you watch Barnsley ref, it's so good. It's for both teams as well because he's talking in French as well. You know, and sometimes it's difficult when you're when you only speak French, to listen to English yeah. terminology. I, I think it is hard for the rest because they've got to learn a new language and then say it on telly, which is quite embarrassing and hard. Mm. But however hard it is, they absolutely have to do it. And now it's an all-French final. I think I think it should be a French ref. Barnsley says, advantage Finney, really well. <laughs> Lachey, Lachey Bleu, Melee Bleu. <laughs> Melee Joan, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's but, like Gareth Chilcott teaching kids, isn't it? Yeah, but I really did enjoy uh, Leinster, Ulster, and La Rochelle, Leinster. Um, Toulouse, Bordeaux, uh, weather was horrific. Um, Dupont scores crap, a, a nice little try. Uh, it's crap. I'll tell you what, I haven't seen yet. I, have, I haven't, oh, sorry, I'm not moving on yet. I no. thought that was a boring game. Yeah. I agree, man. From what I saw. I agree. Um, anyway, um, so two French teams in the final. Uh, it's going to be played at Twickenham. Maybe they should change that to France. Who knows? I did um, I did say on Twitter, just because, you know, for whatever reason, why, why does anyone tweet? They're all attention-seeking weirdos, aren't we? But um, I said that there's no way Bath are going to lose to Montpellier. Saw it. Um, I haven't seen that game yet, but they evidently lost to Montpellier. Mm. Um, now, I know they got Willem Sert, they got Akobus Reinach and they got Lazowski, class players. But the games, you know, we you and I commentated on one, didn't we? It was like they without 
without Valencia, they could not have won the games they're playing. It's literally like what is like LeBron James playing with the under 15s. Without him, they were miles off, miles off. Like, how have they pulled a win out the bag? Mm. But did you watch it? I haven't seen it. No, I didn't. I saw your tweet. Um, I also saw Stephen Ferris's tweet about Ulster putting like 30 yeah, points 30. On, yeah. <laughs> on Leicester. Um, Do you know what? It's like, because all that stuff's just a bit of fun. And then yeah. people, no, no no, one gets stuck into you for it. No one cares. They're like, oh, this aged well. And you're like, yeah. I. And one guy replied to me, you have taken this with such good grace and humour. Well done, you. And I was like, don't really no, care no, I'm not. Do. No, he's a, I'm sure he's a lovely man. He didn't mean like that. But I was like, no, I couldn't give a monkey's mate. Like, mm. no, no, I just, no, but it, not Bath losing. He's talking about me being wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I was only guessing. Who cares? Oh, what? Like you, you can predict every <laughs> single result. Yeah, exactly. I had, a little, I had a little bet on the weekend, and I bet mostly well, the, the ones, the underdogs on the bookies. So I bet Montpellier. Um, I bet La Rochelle. Well done. Well done. Um, I bet Leicester. Well done. And um, someone's got a new pair of Vasia trainers coming. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, fella. Oh, I'm going to wear them this weekend, mate, when I'm covering Scarlet's Osprey. It's half past seven. Or should I say 7.35, Saturday night. Are you wearing jeans exactly with athlete, ath- athletic runners like Jamie Roberts um, and Shane Williams? No, mate, these are, these are cool trainers. These aren't like a pair of ASICs. At all, these are like yeah, Pharrell. They're not. Sa- they're not. They're not Salomons or Solomons, whatever they're called. <laughs> um, Gore-Tex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chill out, mate. They're not New Balance. Actual runners, not the fashion ones. Yeah. So what? Hang on. What? What brand are they? I don't know, mate. I think it's called Veja. V e j a. They've got a V on them on the side. Oh, You've probably God. seen them on like Heat magazine. And um, I'm having a look now. I'm having a look now, fella. Attitude. I don't know. Whatever you read. Oh, Tommy. Thank you. Oh, wow. They are... Thank you. They are posh and they are... So have you got the um, flat ones or the runny ones? I've got the V10s, mate, they're called. Have a look, V10s. They've got a, a red, a blue V on them. Oh, wow. This is... Mm. Let's have a look at these. Mm. Oh, Christ. Yeah. They That's... are exceptional. Thank you. Thank you. I know you'll have you a see, pair I love soon. those. They, well, no, I couldn't wear those. They're flat shoes like that give me a bad Achilles. I have to wear runners like an athlete. That's a shame we do, they do a wide fit as well. <laughs> <laughs> they do a G, they do an H, do they? They do an H width. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I'll be speaking oh, yeah, them. I, I, had my first, I had my first Brexit problem today, or yesterday. Um, remember you and I went to Will Carling's house to film for the BBC? Yep. Will Carling made us a coffee because he's, uh, look, we know he listens to our pod, so... Charged us. We don't want to go over the top. Char- yeah, he's a nightmare. So um, he is a incredibly nice man, actually. I'd, he's one of those guys that, because he's a bit, you know, a bit arrogant and a bit too English, you, you've got to find a reason not to like him. But yeah, actually, he's bloke, a very likable man. <laughs> Hell of a rep. Um, and... So he made this coffee, and I remember thinking, I like this coffee cup so much, I'm going to ask him where he got it. And I texted him later when you weren't around because you'd mock me for it. And he got it at this place, and I thought to myself, one day I'll buy some of those, but I won't. I've always put it off and put it off. I thought yesterday, I'm going to flipping well buy some. I went onto their website. All right, Tom, they're not cheap. They're nothing like as expensive as your trainers. But 
I went on to buy a couple. We are not shipping to the United Kingdom due to Brexit. Hmm. I can't buy a coffee cup from Denmark because of Brexit. You know when you go on holiday, mate, and you, you sort of, say you're going to France or Spain and you find a nice cafe and you sit out the front and you have a cappuccino and it's it's in a lovely little cup. Not a tall cup. It's a fairly mm. short cup. <clears throat> it's got a... The bottom sort of goes in a little bit and it's quite circular with a little handle on the side. It comes with a saucer. And I like that. And I thought, do you know what? I'd love to have a coffee in the morning like that. It's not an espresso cup. You know, it's a... It's enough for a cappuccino or a latte or a flat white. And yeah. I, I found them online. I think it might have been eBay, actually. And I ordered them. And when they came, they were absolutely tiny. <laughs> Barely fit an espresso in. I don't know. <laughs> Completely messed up. They're, like, well, they're good for I my mean, kids. My kids have a tea party with them. These things happen. But do you know what I did? Because I ordered it on... Um, Amazon Prime yesterday and mm. Blimmin arrived this afternoon so I say I couldn't order them I went on Amazon and got them from a shop in Cotswolds um, or where Birmingham or wherever it was in Northampton but they arrived today so I couldn't get them from the source but I got them um, from here and uh, they're called they're Eva Solo is the brand Eva Solo and they I absolutely love them so they arrived but I knew they were the right size before they arrived because it said on the internet they had 230 mil, hold 230 mils oh. of coffee so I went next door got a measuring jug out and poured out 230 mils. And I thought, do you know what? That is more than I need. That's more anal, than mate. I need. That's anal. That's thorough. Well done. Um, yep. Do you know today, we're we're on plenty of groups, but we're on a Saracens group, aren't we? An old former Saracens player group. I've left that. Okay, well, I'm on it, Flats. I'm on it. And yeah. a little um, video came up today, and it was uh, a link to Twitter. And it was like, um, Neville is is a disgrace needs sacking for these comments and it's uh, you click on it and it's a, a video with Gary Neville and Solskjaer and you, when you click on that though rude noises come okay yeah. loud rude yeah. noises and I yeah. was done I was sat on the sofa kids were next to me and I was oh, done no. they got me oh, but I replied on the group saying oh that's a savage video <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And Chris Chesney has sent that video on the group. Of course he had. Ches sent me a message straight away after I've put Savage Video saying, cheers, mate. We need more people <laughs> like you. <laughs> Instead of the knobs that don't say, that say, don't open it, don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sending the lads in. <laughs> you're chucking them in, you're chucking them under. Stop. He's taking time out of his day to text me saying, thanks. <laughs> we need more people like you in the world. <laughs> oh, it tickled me today. It tickled me. Oh, it's great. Uh, I love it. Well, that's I, us done now, isn't it, do you reckon? Yeah, do you know what I was meant to be doing tonight? It's meant to be a lovely night. Mm. I had a blimmin' with a couple of... Yeah, I had a couple of absolutely bloody great blokes and I were going out for a ride to Cheddar Gorge on our motorbikes and we were going to be super saddos and we're le- I haven't got in leather trousers but pretend I have it was going to be great because you see my lovely bike I got Tommy mm-hmm. yeah. um, a big triumph it's very excellent um, and my mate's got he's he's done well in life and he's got a couple of bikes lives across the road in a much bigger house than me and one of the other lads was kind of like, <clears throat> I haven't got a bike. I haven't got a bike at the moment. I'll borrow one of mine. And he's got a few posh ones. Mm. 
but everybody wants to go on the Triumph Rocket, mate. And I said, sorry, you're not insured. They don't seem to care about insurance. I said, you're not insured. Um, and it's, unfortunately, I've got all my gear out. It was all ready. And I've had to put it all away again because it's raining over yeah, here. Yeah, it's horrible here as well, that's mate. A, that's the problem with a bike, boy. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. So, anyway, I've just, oh, I'm all right. I'll, oh, apparently, Yellowstone apparently is a good TV show. New series. Yep, not new, but a, new, a good series to watch is Yellowstone. Where are thou, mate? Where's it on? Don't know. I'm going to Google it. It might be on Prime, but it's um, apparently it's like Succession, only better. Like, not cowboys. It's like Succession, only Indians. Uh, oh. Like red, not rednecks. You know, folks what live in the country, like in Dallas, okay. oil people or something like that. But apparently, it's really good. Texans. It ain't going to be as good as Succession. I'll tell you that free of charge, boy. Yeah, that's free, mate. I'll take it. All right, boy. Well, I'm going to cook a lovely Mary Berry beef ragu, beef and pork ragu, because apparently, um, oh, you know the, the Italians don't call it spaghetti bolognese; it's a ragu. But to serve it properly, you've got to have half beef, half pork, which I ordered from Field and Flower. Absolutely delicious. Actually, yeah. had a have you had that um, lamb, minted lamb? I had it tonight. Or no. Oh, there's a minted lamb joint you can get. Oh, right. You're not cooking the ragu for tonight. You're no, cooking I'm cooking, that cooking, for... it, cooking it tomorrow, I think, mm. mate. But I saw Mary oh, Berry fella. do it, and I just thought, actually, Mary, you've simplified that perfectly for me. I'm going to try it. So, I had um, I had Mary Berry's fish pie tonight. What was it like? All right. Yeah. Have you ever seen any photos of Mary Berry when she was like in her 20s or 30s? No? No, nor have I. just thought I'd quite like to one day. Maybe she never was. Anyway. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, wasn't mate. a joke about the fish pie. That's she had it. All right. Hey, cheers, fella. Yeah. Um, good luck to everyone on Thursday, all the guys that listen to this. Uh, who's going to be oh. your captain? Who's going to be a captain? I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to say what no one else will say, and I'm going to say that Alan Wynne-Jones is my Lions captain. Mm, I reckon Stuart Hogg. All right. All right, fella. Hey, cheers, everyone. Keep going. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.